Welcome to PCS Reads, a reading podcast for Parkview Center School and any other readers who want to join us. I'm your host, Laura, Parkview School Librarian. If you have been a listener to earlier episodes of the podcast, you will know that PCS Reads has been a summer reading podcast, and today is the first day back at school for Parkview. I'm excited to say that PCS Reads is going to continue through the school year with some bonus school year episodes. These episodes during the school year won't be on a weekly schedule like they were in the summer. They will be posted periodically and not quite as often. If you go to Parkview, I will let you know when there is a new episode, or you can subscribe to the podcast online through iTunes or Podbean, where this podcast is hosted. Today's episode is a book creator bonus episode where I turn the podcast over to an author or illustrator. This episode's book creator is author Josh Funk. I first got to know Josh because of his tasty picture book about two distinguished breakfast foods, Lady Pancake and Sir French Toast. Deep in the fridge and back by a roast, sad Lady Pancake and Sir French Toast. They heard some news that would not make them cheer up There's just a drop left in the bottle of syrup Both of them said I want it for myself Both of them looked to the edge of the shelf Both of them started breaking into a run Like that they were off and the race had begun Skiing down sauerkraut Sailing through an ocean of soup Hey there, PCS readers and internet. My name's Josh Funk, and I'm the author of the picture books Lady Pancake and Sir French Toast and Pyrosaurs, which came out last week. It's about a group of pirate dinosaurs who are looking for treasure and looking for trouble. Pyrosaurs are pyrosaurs, we roar the open seas. We'll cannon blast you to the past, we do just what we please. When Captain Rex has swabbed the decks, we heed our leader's call. We're pyrosaurs, we're pyrosaurs, we're not afraid at all. And I'm here to talk today about my newest book called Dear Dragon, which is about a boy and a dragon who are pen pals. And it was illustrated by Rodolfo Montalvo. It's published by Viking Children's, an imprint of Penguin. I only started writing about little more than five years ago. And... It was when I was reading a lot of picture books to my kids, who at the time were about three and six. And writing isn't my day job. By day, I am a software engineer. I write code, uh, mostly C++, some Python, occasionally Java, every once in a while something else. Uh, It's mostly a math and science type of day job. But in the evenings and on the weekends, that's when I do most of my writing. So I don't really have a typical writing time or practice 
For the most part, I write whenever I have an idea that really inspires me. Sometimes when I get really excited about something, I'll write the entire book in a day or two even. That's actually what happened with the first draft of Pyrosaurs. I woke up in the middle of the night and had the word Pyrosaurs in my head. I texted it to myself. And then over the next two days, I wrote the entire first draft. And other times, it takes me a long time to figure out where a story's going, like Lady Pancake and Sir French Toast. For that one, I had the characters, I had the ending, and I had the conflict that there was a single drop of syrup left in the bottle, and both of the characters wanted it. But I didn't know what was going to happen in the middle. Originally, I had them battling as if it were a political debate and trying to convince the rest of the fridge inhabitants who deserved the syrup more, as if they were running for election. But I realized after a little while that it would be more interesting of a story and better for a picture book format if the two characters were racing through the fridge and causing culinary chaos as time went on. But that took a while to figure out. And so that, that one took me months to put together. One of the things that I like to do when trying to come up with picture book ideas is to think about what I want to see illustrated. What would be exciting to see drawn on the page? I I thought it would be fun to see a pancake and a French toast racing around the fridge, uh, or even just fighting in the fridge um, <laughs> as if they were running for president. Or uh, pirate dinosaurs. I thought it would be cool to see what that looked like. I'm not the best artist, though, so... Writing it in a story and, and eventually, you know, having somebody else draw it was was the best option for me, I think. And the same thing with Dear Dragon. Um, just being able to see a boy and a dragon writing letters to each other, but making the assumption that they were writing to their own species, I, I thought that would be pretty funny. And that's definitely one of the things that uh, that I think about when I'm when I'm writing, when I come up with ideas, is just what what do I want to see illustrated on the page. I hope the children enjoy seeing some of those same things. That's, that's kind of my goal, to entertain children and the parents and teachers and librarians that are, that are reading to them. I'm going to read an excerpt from Dear Dragon. And to set this up, um, I'm going to read a couple spreads. And they're from the middle of the book. And there are two characters in this story that are writing letters to each other. They're pen pals. One of them, his name is George Slayer, and he is a human boy. And the other's name is Blaze Dragomir, and he is a dragon boy. And neither one of them particularly likes writing, but um, so they've written a couple letters back and forth to each other. And at this point, Blaze definitely thinks that George is a dragon, and George definitely thinks that Blaze is a human, based on the, what, they've, what they've read in each other's letters. So they started writing to each other in September, but I'm going to read a letter from George to Blaze that was written in December. December 16th. Dear Blaze D, my favorite class is art. I made a mold of my left hand. Next, we'll craft mosaics using pebbles, stones, and sand. Yesterday, I won a prize in this year's science fair. 
My towering volcano blasted lava everywhere. George S. And on the left side of the page here, Blaze is reading the letter, and he's imagining a dragon flying around an enormous erupting volcano. But on the right side of the page, we see that George has a tiny little volcano at a school science fair. And then I'm going to read the next letter when, when Blaze writes back. And this is January 18th. Dear George S. Oh, this is my Blaze voice. My father's won our local fire-breathing contest twice. He still retains the record melting 50 cubes of ice. Do you have any hobbies? I enjoy collecting rocks. I keep them in a secret place inside a precious box. Blaze D. And here on the left side of the page, George has a letter that actually looks like it's a little bit burnt, and he's imagining a human breathing fire like a circus performer. But on the right side of the page, we see Blaze watching his father blast an enormous blaze of fire. Um, and uh, so, as you can see, both both characters are making assumptions about each other that are incorrect, that, that they're writing to their own species. And uh, as the book goes on, they are eventually going to meet at the Pen Pal Picnic, and you'll have to read the book to find out what happens there. For the last part of this episode, I asked Josh to share some books he would recommend. He mentions recommending some of his childhood favorites on my blog. If you would like to see those recommendations, just follow the link in the show description or visit liblaura5.blogspot.com. Boy, do I have some good book recommendations for you. I already shared some of my childhood favorites on the blog, but I wanted to share some more books that I've been interested in lately. One of them is called Pink is for Blobfish by Jess Keating and with illustrations by David DeGrand. And this is a nonfiction picture book, and all the animals in it are pink. But they're not exactly the fuzzy, warm pink fairy unicorn type animals that you might think when you think of the word pink. Uh, there are pink-toed tarantulas, and there are naked mole rats. Pink fairy armadillos might be my favorite, although I also am pretty partial to the nudibranchs. And, um, of course, there is the blobfish. And this book is 100% accurate. It is nonfiction and it is also hilarious. There are illustrations that are really funny, and I highly recommend it. Another one of my favorite books is called Boats for Papa. And this was this is such an amazing book by Jessica Bagley. And it has gorgeous illustrations about a little boy who... He's a beaver, and his name is Buckley, and he likes to make boats and send notes out into the ocean to his father, who has been gone for as long as he can remember. And I'm not going to tell you what happens, but this book, I started reading it in the middle of Porter Square Books, which is a local bookstore, and I started crying because it was just such an amazing book. 
Another one of my favorite books is called One Day the End by Rebecca K. Dotlich and illustrated by Fred Kaler. And this book, which just won a Boston Globe Horn Book honor, and it was, uh, it's a great book about storytelling because every page there's a girl who says, I did this, the end. And like my one day my dog went missing. Then I found him the end. But the illustrations along the way show this amazing story of all these different things that the little girl did. And every spread is like that. One day I went to school, then I came home, the end. But the illustrations show all these cool things that she did while she was at school. So it's a great a great storytelling book, even though the stories are in the illustrations. Um, another favorite book of mine is called Normal Norman by Tara Lazar. And this book is, it's about a little girl scientist who is trying to define the word normal. And she goes and is trying to use, as an example, a purple gorilla. And this purple gorilla, she says, oh, you should be eating bananas. And he says, oh, I don't want to eat bananas. I'd rather have pizza. And she says, oh, you should sleep in the jungle. And he says, oh, but I like to sleep in my bunk bed. And um, it's hilarious. And it's also a great example of that it's pretty impossible to define the word normal. Um, and then one of my last favorite books of late, it's, uh, all of these are picture books, by the way, is called Under a Pig Tree, A History of the Noble Fruit. And it's written by Margie Palatini and illustrated by Chuck Gronick. So this book is set up such that the <laughs> we're we're not looking at the final version of the book um and right now it's it's the book as as if it's being edited for the last time by both the editor and the author and um the author intended to write a book called under a fig tree with the letter f but the publisher read it as under a pig tree and they had it illustrated as if every line was about pigs not figs. And so the, there are uh, red pen marks from the author and, uh, throughout the book and fake post-it notes from, from the editor um, throughout the book. And instead of everything being about, about figs, as it should be, it's about pigs. And uh, it's, it's pretty hilarious, especially for someone who's inside, um, inside the book industry. It's a lot of fun to uh to read and um yeah so those are my my book recommendations and i hope you enjoy them a special thank you to josh funk for being a featured book creator on pcs reads on our first school year bonus episode if you are interested in any of the books Josh recommended, or his books, you can find them at the Parkview Library, or look for them at your local library or bookstore. Until next time, happy reading everyone! <laughs>